Four finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by The Simpsons Quotes that nobody gets anymore. Facebook page, nohomers.net and popculture.com.au. I am Dando. I am Mitch. That intro is getting longer. Yeah, it is getting longer and longer, isn't it? That's a good thing, though. We want it to be like two minutes long. That would be preferable, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm sure that's what people want to listen to at the start. (laughs) Today, we're here to review Whacking Day, an episode that, surprisingly, I didn't enjoy as much as I thought I was going to. What? Yeah. Don't turn my microphone down. I'm not going to be that shocked that often. But what? I just remembered it being, it's a, it's a classic. I understand that because it's just so, I think it's just because it's so different. That's why it stands out in my mind. But I just remembered it being funnier. Kick you out of your own house for such blasphemy. No, it, it's, it's funny, but it's just not as funny as, laugh out loud funny as I remembered it. It's got, it's got classic moments. I'll give it that. But it just didn't have many, not, not many times during the episode did I laugh out loud. I actually laughed out loud at more moments in Margin Chains, purely because of Lionel Hutz, I think, mm. than I did for uh, this one, Waking Day. Okay. I'm, I'm, allowed, to, I'm allowed to say that, aren't I? Yeah, you, say, yeah, you, that's you fine. look absolutely disgusted. I'm going to disrespect you out loud. Why? I, what's, the, what's wrong with that? I, I, what what no. moments made you laugh out loud? What, 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 what makes this a funny episode to you? Everything between um, Skinner's and Chalmers, for one thing. That is great. The yeah. realization, some of the animation on this, like, well, what was your favorite moment from the episode? Then the interaction between Skinner's and Char- my, Skinner and Charmers. Mine was the end where Skinner realized, he's like, yeah. "Oh God, no!" And oh then, no! And the fact that when he says "Freedom Willie," he goes, "I'll turn you in at the first toll booth." Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was, the ending was great, just the way it threw back to the opening scene. But yeah, I just Homer driving into the garage doesn't get you. It's funny twice. I know. The reaction to the bell. That was great. <laughs> what I liked about that was the fact that Marge was just so into it being a teacher. Yeah. She was so proud of herself. Yeah. Buying the bell. What was the other thing? Oh, my name is Mrs. Simpson and yep. Giggles. I yep. thought that was funny. And she does a great job of teaching Bart. Yeah, she Another thing that's te- really good. Bart becomes a good student. He should have stayed in homeschooling. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so what were your thoughts on the episode? Obviously, you've, you've heard my thoughts it. and you didn't like it's, it. Uh, I really, really enjoy Whacking Day. It's yeah. one of those episodes that I just love having on. It's, it's the perfect blend of silly um, kind of absurdist comedy and particularly with the snakes yeah but I mean outside of the the snakes filling the house and Maggie swimming through them but out, but not pushed so far in the realm of it being ridiculous it's not Marge, Marge versus, versus the monorail level of oh. you know at, escalated to nowhere type and the Leonard Nimoy disappearing and things yeah. like that yeah those sorts of things like it, it's it's dry it, it's comfortably in between that and you know your, your season 2 season 3 um, very much grounded in reality type episode. It explored a lot of themes, I thought, particularly the animal cruelty side of things. From Lisa, yeah. Yeah, I think this was the first time we saw her sort of leaning towards vegetarianism. Not, not in regards to showing her eat the snakes, but her love of animals. Because mm. before this, I can't really remember any time where it was... She's been against things, but not animal cruelty. I think yeah. it's the first, name, the first time they sort of explored that Really theme. show it. Yep. Yeah. Well, they also do uh, mob mentality was another yep. theme they explored in this, which yep. they do a lot in The Simpsons, obviously. Yeah. Sexuality. I was going to say sexuality. Yeah. The woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Which we get a bit more of in Marge in Chains as well, by the way. Yeah. Two yeah. episodes back to back where Marge really just shows a bit of a naughty side. Well, there's actually a recurring theme I had here in my notes that from episode to episode, because last week we had the the um the dream of Grandpa thinking he was in drag. Or in yeah, the West. right. And this time it happened again. This time he's in costume in like a bur- or a 
burlesque, for want of a better word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, burlesque house in in Germany. Yeah. Inc- I was about to give up one of my trivia questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is why I gave it the in in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> but because I watched the um, I watched Margin Chain today as well, just to get a bit of a head of time. Hmm. I um, I noticed that uh, the JFK aspect of things gets used in that as well. Because they have the Sabruta, the Sabruta, is it Sabruta film, whatever it is. Oh, the Sabruta footage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of the and the, the um, the puff of hair over on the grassy knoll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in the, in this one, they had the um Oliver Stone itchy and scratchy. That's very true. Just things carrying over, and yeah. like you said, with the Marge, the way she likes. That's really that thing that. of like when you're in a writer's room kicking around ideas, something, yeah, and you do it with your own friends that something will just be funny to you for a couple months for some reason so you cram as many jokes about that topic as you possibly can in and then eventually you get bored of it and move on yeah that's true but all the episodes are written by different people though but, yeah, but i'm sure that, together. like the yeah the the core of it is written by different people but then i'm sure that everyone punches it up yeah yeah so have you mentioned your favorite moments do you want to get into some trivia then before Please. we get into some facts let you, you kick things off what was millhouse about to throw in the opening scene in the classroom where they're all being rowdy. Oh, no idea. Wasn't Paper plane. Paper plane. Okay. You also had Bart in the background with a slingshot and Sherry and Terry spitting, um, like, spit wads through a straw at each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was in Nature's Goodness? What the hell was Nature's Goodness? The drink goodness? that uh, Bart, when he imagined he was going to be... Oh. Uh, I don't even know what it is. I yeah, can barely pronounce no, it. I was going to pause it and re-listen to it because I thought it would be a question for you. But then I went, no, if you've gone to the effort of doing it, you deserve it. It's, it's 2-4-desoxyprofenuramin. Okay. Whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> um, where could the kids pick up their bikes from? What room? Yep. I've actually got that as my one of my questions. Ah. Uh, utility basement B. Yep. Well what year didn't Whacking Day actually start? 1775. Yes. And what year did it actually start? And for what reason? Well, it was to beat up on the Irish. Yes. I don't know what year it actually started. 1924. Okay. Who... Got promoted instead of Skinner. Oh, no, nah, I, I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name. Holloway. Holloway. And he's a drunk? He's a drunk. And a pill popper. And a, and a pill popper, <laughs> I yes. love that Chalmers comes in over the top. And I don't care. Sir, sir, he's a drunk. And a pill popper. <laughs> How many pre-whacked snakes did Quimby have? Twelve. Twelve, that is correct. How many drams are in a pennyweight? Did Lisa actually learn this? I don't know. She, said she, she learned it. She didn't say it. I had to look it up. Oh, okay. What <laughs> yeah. is it? Yeah, 0.877712. I believe Dram's Pennyweights are old kitchen measurements. Okay. I didn't know whether it was a real thing. I looked it up as well, but didn't actually look up the answer. Uh, what was the slogan on the Christian school sign? Uh, I saw we put the fun into fundamentalism. Fundamentalist dogma. Okay. But we put the fun... Oh, sorry. We put the fun into fundamentalist dogma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Where... Which town did Grandpa parachute into? Ooh, I don't know. No? Okay, let's give you a clue. Going back to what we were talking about last episode, there's every chance that Dexter might end up doing a little stopover crime spree there. Well, he said we said Deutschland, but he said something before. Denmark? No. In Germany. So, it's Germany? Dusseldorf. Okay, Dusseldorf. I, I, I thought you, I That's a fun... Dusseldorf is one of the did most you say country fun... country or town? Town. Yeah, but one... the, the Germany's not a town. No, Dusseldorf is a town oh, okay, of but, Germany. Okay, I know, but you're, you're saying I, that... I gave you Germany as a clue. Oh, okay. Think now, of German yes, towns I'm thinking of that German start with D. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> or cities. That's okay. What, but of a more important point, just listeners in your own time, just find the opportunity to say Dusseldorf out loud. Dusseldorf. It's so much fun. Just instantly, that, that makes you smile. It's, it's better than cheese. Don't say cheese before photo. Say Dusseldorf. It's because I'm thinking of, that is not eine Bobby. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. 
Alrighty, so Hang on, I got two more Oh shit Sorry, okay. no, I've got one more What colour was Lisa's bass guitar? Purple? Pink Pinky purple, yeah Pink <laughs> Magenta <laughs> Salmon Alrighty, so Do you want to get into a few facts Or do you want to plug What we've been doing on Patreon this week? No, I think the, there is one person in particular that certainly deserves a plug before we get into facts. We certainly do need to plug them. Now, do you want to kick things off? They've got an Instagram account, have they? Well, why are we plugging them? Why, what have they done? So, we set up a few levels on Patreon that we didn't actually expect any individual would, would ever achieve. It the was more, more for businesses. They, yeah. That if you pledged $75 a month, then you would get a 30-second ad spot read out on the every, podcast. Every podcast, yeah. The first person to kick that off uh, is a man... Well, known as Steph, not his actual name, but Steph Does Travel is where you can find his Instagram. Sorry, no. Tref- <laughs> You've got that wrong already. <laughs> I have, don't, don't, I have don't. got that wrong. Don't look up Steph Does Travel. Travel with Steph. Yes. You can also get travelwithsteffblog.wordpress.com. Um, it's Steph, S-T-E-F. S-T-E-F, short for uh, Stephanie. Now... This is uh, having a look through. This is actually a really good travel blog. If you one of those people that like seeing travel photos and happy snaps, he his Instagram game is pretty strong. It's not just here's me in front of something. It's a, there's a little bit of that, but there's also just a lot of great photos. There's, um he managed to catch two balls, two balls during batting practice at an Orioles game. He did. Hmm. Wow, that is impressive. We've got what else we got here. Uh, but basically, if you're looking for places to go when you're traveling around the world, go to this guy's Instagram account and you'll find some good ideas. Yeah. And, well, the blog. The blog more so than the Instagram account. Yeah. So um, Make sure you follow him on Instagram as well. Yeah. Please do that. Um, so, travel with Steph at Insta- on, on the Instagram. For everyone... For Well, follow us first and then follow him. Yes. Yes. Now, I mentioned to you off the air that the beginning of this guy's email, mm-hmm. it got me good. I thought we were in for one ripper of a sponsor here, right? So, this is how it kicks off. Hey, hey, Mitch and Dando. I hope you each had a fantastic break and Dando had a wonderful trip. I'm looking forward to hearing all about it on the upcoming episodes. As for the promotion, my name is Stefanik and I am an assistant director of new digital platform marketing at American Digi Adult Entertainment, Inc. Hey. And I'm thinking, oh, are we going to do this or are we not? Anyway, no, of course we are. says, we operate a variety of popular websites including Pornhub.com and YouPorn.com, yeah. as well as a platform of many others. I'm an avid fan of your show and listen to you each week and I'm also obviously a big Simpsons fan. I've introduced several members of our team to your program and here I'm thinking, porn stars listen to our show. (laughs) (laughs) And they agree in my belief that there is a significant overlap between your listenership as well as our target audience. At this point, I'm thinking, how? But I'm glad that there is. He summed up our audience, all right. (laughs) We expect that there will be excellent synergy between our firm and your podcast as well as future podcasts that you may produce. Just kidding. I'm actually just a traveler that promotes accommodations on my Instagram account. (laughs) quality but again find him if you're out there traveling uh, i believe a bit of you spent some time in europe there was a photo of michelangelo's dave from behind because he's an ass guy <laughs> then, uh, there's some stuff in the states as well but really really good in travel information travel with steph on instagram travel with steph blog dot wordpress all the links are on his instagram accounts yes they find are. them all there now what else have we doing now on if you would week? like us to talk about you yeah sling us 75 bucks yeah that's a 75 dollars I never actually ever thought anyone was going to give us that much money. Or if money. you have a business, you want to advertise, we'll do something. If you send us something as far as an actual advertisement goes, we'll be a little bit more professional than we just were. <laughs> but if you've got a business, uh, if you do happen to run Pornhub or or any of those things that I, I, I'm i familiar with them being on the internet, I'm not quite sure you can get porn. I'm not too sure. Is it free? Do you have to pay for it? 
I think you're going to pay for it these days. It okay. used to be free. Okay. But the block didn't. I wouldn't know. <laughs> the Is your history clear? History? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do you reckon we actually, would you have accepted Pornhub as a sponsor in our show? Yeah. Because they've got big Gladly. money. Gladly. I would accept anyone that's going to pay me. <laughs> exactly right. No morals on a podcast. I'm not Advertisement a fucking, whore. I'm not a political party. <laughs> But this week on Patreon, we launched, well, I launched my Let's Play series, so I kicked off playing some Simpsons Hit and Run. You can check you it did. out on the Patreon account. Was, I watched a couple minutes of that. It was pretty fun. Which is more than I've ever watched of any other Let's Play video, yeah, so yeah. count yourself, you know, proud. I am very, very proud that you spent the time to watch me. I also was going to say that we launched our top tens this week. We did well. do our top tens on Patreon. Top ten summer moments. And top ten top summer mo- moments dovetailed with our top ten summer songs. How are the top tens going to go now? Because you, you, we're a bit, bit different. Because you sort of said during the show, you're going to do the top five or top ten of the Simpsons things, and mm-hmm. I'm going to do my put my own spin on it. Explain to the listeners what we're going, they're going to get. So what I want for people that send in submissions or suggestions for us to do a top ten of whatever, at least once a month, mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au will take your suggestions. I will try to dovetail it with the top ten of something else. So top ten summer moments went nicely with top 10 summer songs. So, yes. say you want to know... I don't know. Give me an idea for a top 10. Well, you said last week the top Forget 10... Forget last week. Give me a new one. Top 10 sub-characters. Okay. So, top 10 sub-characters dovetailed with my top 10 favourite Subway sandwiches. Yes. See? Has the word sub. Mm. That's all it takes. <laughs> what would be your favourite Subway sandwich? Don't tell people because I have to listen. <laughs> sure, yeah. That's going to be worth the $2. <laughs> But yeah, so um, go on, and also we're going to be announcing on next week's show, we're going to be drawing the winner of this month's Patreon prize, which is a Steven Tyler figurine and a $20 gift card courtesy of Pop Culture. Pop Culture. And we'll just give another quick plug to the fact that on the 27th of March, we're going to be in Adelaide participating in a talk called Tangent. We've thrown that out on Twitter where you can, if you're in Adelaide around that time of the year, you can buy some tickets to come watch us live. Yes. And if you want to win that prize pack that I just mentioned just before, all you have to be is a $1 patron to our account. Now, we're very close to being having, to, having to start a Futurama podcast, aren't we? We're closing in on our first goal. We're getting there. If everyone just donates $1, you'll be getting Futurama podcasts in your ears each and every week. Now, I actually pointed a, at me. a good listener email that came in about that this week, yes. about what, uh, what we, like, you know, if we start a new podcast, we're going to have to call it something else. We can't be four-finger discount talking about Futurama. Yeah. He suggested Bite My Shiny Metal Cast. I did say that. That was great. I really liked and it. And also gave us an umbrella name for all of our podcasts. So, you know how um, Kevin Smith has got Smodcast, Smodcast and, yep. and the, um, what's he called? Smodco or something like that? It's it's brand. All, yeah. yeah, but that's his whole brand. So, uh, Podcast MD for Mitch and Dando. Yeah, I, know, I really, really liked it. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember the person's name. We'll find it. We'll say it next week. <laughs> I'll, I'll find it but before the end before of this the episode. episode. Yes, because we did appreciate it. Now. A uh, few facts about the episode before we get into it. Do you know I've got a, a theme for this facts segment now? Do you? And here it is. Facts are meaningless. You can use facts to prove anything that's even remotely true. Facts, Max. Now, kicking things off, although Swartzwelder wrote this episode, George Meyer actually came up with the concept and gave it to him because he didn't have enough time. And it was in relation to the Texan annual thing where they beat rattlesnakes to death. Okay. I'm not too sure if they still do it, but um, back then when this episode came out, George Meyer's a big animal lover. He was very against it. A lot of people sort of say it was um, making light of that situation when really they were trying to point out that this is not right. Yeah. Because yeah. I saying all the, all the Simpsons characters were happily beating snakes. By the end of the episode, though, they, they realised the it's not the right thing to do. Barry White taught them the way. Yes, he did. They, they, <laughs> I thought it was a bit ridiculous. Not ridiculous, but a bit... They were convinced too easily. Who killed all those rats or whatever in your basement? But Snakes did. But that's the way the Simpsons work. <laughs> of course. They're a fickle mob. Mob mentality, yeah. Or they even... Quimby even points yeah. it out, doesn't he? Anyway, we'll get to that. He's right. Give yes. us hell, Quimby. This episode inspired Australia's Toad Day Out in Queensland. 
where thousands we of... We had a toad day? Apparently, they do it every year since 2009 where um, toad cane toads are collected and humanely destroyed. I've never heard of this. I, I know, but apparently... Despite the time that I've spent in Queensland, I've certainly... I'm certainly aware of the fact that every day in Queensland, people will find inventive ways to kill toads. But really? Uh, oh, yeah, they're, they're a fair nuisance. Really? If you've got... You're not a true Queenslander if you don't have an old sort of pitching wedge or cricket bat laying around in the backyard just for some toad golf or toad cricket. Seriously? Yeah. That upsets me. They destroy the livestock, Daniel. Like oh, really? Yeah, they, they are genuine pests. They're, it's a serious problem up there for sugar cane. <laughs> okay, then. Well, I didn't know. I I was they were brought in to eat the cane. There was a cane beetle that was eating sugar cane crops, so they introduced cane toads to eat that. the cane beetle, and then the cane toads became more of a problem than the cane beetle ever was, and they've never been able to get rid of them I didn't since. Realize, I thought the Simpsons were taking the piss. I didn't realise it was an actual epidemic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough then. <laughs> uh, this was the first appearance from Superintendent Chalmers, and the dialogue between him and Harry, like Skinner and mm. Superintendent, was all ad-libbed. Most of it was ad-libbed. Okay. Yep, by That's Azaria and Shira. Even better. Exactly. I think the part where... You can Sh- tell some of those moments that Shira's been, laughing. Uh, I was going to say the moments where it's that little... Uh, um, is the, uh, oh, well... Uh, did, sorry, did he say... Um, did, did he say, what's a battle? No, he said, uh, what's that rattle? The uh, the heating unit. Hmm, sounded like battle. Well, I have a cold, so... Yeah. Oh, I see. So you, so you hear R's as B's. Yes. Ah, oh, I see. Accepts yeah. <laughs> it. This was one of the shortest first acts in the show's history. And um, doesn't mention the main plot. Not at all. It was mm. roughly only about 10 pages long, but they couldn't think of any way of incorporating the plot into it, so they just left it. Yep. Uh, the Hitler flashback was pitched by Conan O'Brien, mm. and Barry White sang the song for the episode. It wasn't a recording that. He actually sang it in the studio for yeah, them, nice. which is kind of cool. I feel like Barry White really got into the role. Yeah, it's just, of Barry White. Yes, <laughs> I know, but no, just he really... Not many celebrities would be willing to say they love Lady Snakes. I love the slither of a Lady Snake. Like, yeah. He just really loved it. Anyway. Anything for a lady. For a lady. <laughs> the original air date was April 23rd, 1993. Chalkboard gag. I will return the seeing eye dog. And the couch gag was the couch was replaced with a wooden chair and the family all race in and sit on it. So it kicks off with an external shot of the school. Did you notice they used the old one? It was purple. Oh, no, I didn't. I thought it was very odd that they did that. And obviously lost or misplaced the, the newer one that they had at the time. <laughs> Skinner announces that Chalmers is going to make a surprise inspection. The kids are just going crazy. So, he's mm-hmm. time said, we're going to clean this mess up, clean the pigsty up. Um, says that the school bullies have uh, all one mountain bike. Bart's desk. Yeah. Just there. the rumbling and the seagull, seagull comes in. Yeah, yeah. It's like a garbage barge. And the following kids have all one mountain bikes. Obviously, it's all the bullies. <laughs> How mm. great is it? Fools. <laughs> Oops. Still on. And I love that the bullies hear it and don't even care. Just, yeah. I'm just going to get me a mountain bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even realize. Um, then Skinner's entrance was fantastic. Sorry for the ruse, kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the feet dropping from yes. the, the top of the... Yeah, it... There's a lot of really great moments of animation that are small moments in this episode, and that was one of them for me. Or it's probably more storyboarding. Like the animation itself is simple, but just that he didn't need to be in the room. No, it's like he could have just come running down the hallway and shut the door. <laughs> the fact that he was hiding above the door <laughs> yeah. is so much better. Skinner in the rafters. Yeah. <laughs> I wish there was a shot of him sort of like waiting as they enter the room. It would yeah. have been cool. Anyway, no, but then that ruins. I'm, the- I'm, I'm just thinking just. Since the show's aired, not for the show, I was just there was a picture of Skinner. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm with you. Um, so he sl- locks them in there, or you hear all the, the locks closing. Yeah, and then Nelson, when are we getting the mountain bikes? <laughs> still, still don't understand. I also love that would society judge me harshly if I th- if I threw away the key? 
No, but the PTA would tear you a new ass. Wise counsel, William, but the potty talk adds nothing. <laughs> no, right? How great is it? <laughs> Chalmers, then, uh, Chalmers then arrives, not in a Honda. No. I don't think so, anyway. It didn't look like a Honda to me. Well, the Honda was a new car, wasn't it? It was, but I yeah. thought he might have always driven a Honda. I suppose it was his first Honda, wasn't it? Because he's so proud of it. Yeah. Uh, Skinner is very, very nervous, you know, cleaning his hair or yeah, making his hair back. Slick back. Hair. Yep. <laughs> The um the banners welcome yeah yeah it was it was the kids idea it was the children's idea I tried to stop them yeah, I tried to stop them how good is that oh yes it's always the children's idea yes yes it is <laughs> bullies are then just depressed you know, I can't believe kids are going to be using their lunch money for food and then Bart sees the air vent and he yeah. thinks well maybe I can get out maybe I can, I can get out get there. there get a little diehard style shot of yes. him trying to crawl through and they love uh, throw a rock at him anyway yeah. they're just absolute dicks. And this is where they get to the cafeteria, and Skinner's still trying to woo Chalmers. May I interest you in a jello brick, sir? There's a grape in the center. Well, I'm not made of stone. <laughs> you're not made of stone. <laughs> a brick, and you're yeah. not made of stone. It took me a really long time to actually figure out what that joke was. It wasn't until he spelled it out. Yeah, yeah. Like, brick and stone. I was like, ah, oh, that's what he was doing. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that would have been one of the ad lib parts. I would have just said to yeah. Harry over laugh or whatever mm. or just exaggerate you know yeah. and it's just the, the way it's at the end stone <laughs> he wipes away a tear so good Willie is then getting his uh, it's a mower right a lawnmower is that what it is no it's a tractor tractor but what's a tractor it cuts the grass doesn't tractors it tractors pull things okay so it's a tractor okay, yeah. I always thought it was like a, a mower or something. or something yeah okay yeah yeah and well he's getting it ready what does a tractor do you worked in a car factory yeah and you're asking me what does a tractor do how quickly <laughs> you forget <laughs> Uh, I thought this line was a little weird. If what line? If it wasn't a violation of God's law, I'd make you my wife. That's oh, a little creepy. It, it's, it's weird. It's creepy weird. Yeah, that's an actual condition, though. Yes, I know. People it's people fall in love with their cars, animals, and things. It's yeah, it's not not right. Anyway, so then this really hot chick rocks up, and she's just in love with Willie. I thought it, for some Smoking reason I remember this, I remember this being him imagining it. Oh right, okay. But no, he legit has just found a babe who yeah. wants Willie. Yeah, it's, he's he scored big time. Town. Be there a cool lock where a lass could wash her long red hair? Nay, but there's a pool at my apartment complex. There was a rat in the deep end, but we got him! Ah, lead on! Uh, this is where Chalmers is questioning the school kids, so he's testing the flag. Make yeah, sure the flag's up, stars up and whatnot. Date. Um, are these children as smart as they look? Well, let's pick one at random. Uh, this one here. Sort of looks at Ralph. What, this boy? No! This <laughs> <laughs> <Lisa> Simpson. <laughs> Uh, obviously, Lisa answers correctly, and then Ralph, well, what's a battle? Yeah. And the way Skinner rubs him on the head, like, yeah. oh, you fucking idiot, yeah. shut up, and then... What's a battle? <laughs> Let's go. Did that boy say, what's a battle? No, he said, what's that rattle? It's about the heating duct. Mm, it sounded like battle. I have to have a cold, so I... Oh, so you hear I... ours as bees? Yes. I understand. Did this remind you of the steamed hams scene? Yeah, it did. The whole cold where he's just making up a lie on the fly yeah. and Skinner yeah. and Charm is going along with it. I love it whenever it happens. Yes. yes. So goddamn good. I can't remember any other moment where they, they they do that though. This felt like directly like a steamed hands kind of scene. Yeah, this was the it was one of the mo- most extended kind of forms of conversation that they have. But it was, I wonder if the steamed it's hands one was ad libbed. Yeah, I don't know. Parts of it might have been, but it's amazing how great the dynamic was between these two guys. Like the first time that you see them, probably. Yeah. It, it, you don't realise this was the first time Chalmers appeared because it just feels mm. like you've just known him forever. Yeah. But I think it's because they ad-libbed it. That, that's why it felt so real. I think it was just so natural and funny. Yeah. 
This is where Bart finds the tractor, not the mower, the tractor. Yeah. He thinks the tractor's talking to him, basically. Yep. And he's insulting both of the, us. The chicken. Yes. Yep. Not a, uh, this is where Chalmers is also checking the sand, sand pack for, was it, urine? Urine. Not a trace Just of urine. licks the sand. Not a trace of urine. And yeah. then Skinner has the funny line of, he <laughs> drops himself in. Well, where there's no smoke, there's no fire. What an odd expression. <laughs> <laughs> this is where Bart rocks up. Uh, did you, did, so, yeah. so, that line there, do you think that's because... Do you reckon that's why they had smoke appeared right behind Chalmers as it happened? Because he was riding the tractor and then as soon as there's no, when that smoke, there's no fire, then poof, poof, smoke came up behind him? Possibly. I didn't actually notice the fact that, that had happened. Yeah. I just thought maybe that was it. And then he obviously Bart hits Chalmers in the rear end and... Should have probably damaged Chalmers more than it did. Probably would have killed him. Yeah, assume that it would have. I like the kind of little cartoon pow. Yeah. That came up. Yeah, the ow, ow, ow. Yeah. And then he's getting helped by lunch lady Doris, yeah. who's also the school nurse. Why is she doing it? Doubles her paychecks. Doubles her paychecks, yes. Skinner then says, oh, this is where he's going to give him the... He was going to give him a promotion because the school was yeah. all looking so good to that point. And then that's what we were alluding to before, Holloway. He's, but he's a drunk and a pill popper. I thought that was a bit mean on Skinner. Just one naughty kid, and then he's not going to promote him. Yeah. But, you know, it's the same. He had to give a reason to expel Bart, which he does. And then the mower, oh, not mower, the tractor, I've got mower here in my notes. I've ruined it. Uh, the tractor is laughing outside the window, and then the cat falls off. Yes. I thought it was kind of funny. Come back from commercial, and this is where the actual plot starts. It's weird that the, they spent a whole first act. I know it was short, but just setting up was it, well, nothing. essentially the subplot, I guess you would say. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Ion Springfield. What are the things they're covering this week, Mitch? Uh, there was a nudist camp for animals. Yes. Where are the munchkins from The Wizard of Oz? Oh, that's All right. Dead. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Where are they now? And of course, finishes off with talking about Whacking Day. Whacking, whacking Day. A day that even the hillbillies spoke down about. Yes. And now, which is a funny line. And Lisa is very unhappy about it. They show old footage. <laughs> the graphic footage of... Sorry, the black and white footage of... The woman? The, 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 who looks like the queen. Yes. Just... Or the first frail, lady or something. Frail and on a walking stick and then just... Woof, 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 woof. <laughs> And obviously Nixon. Nixon just bashing the shit out of one of his aides. Yes. Oh, is whacking day over? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. They're all booing him. <laughs> Homer then asked how school was. Uh, Lisa says that she learnt how many drams in a penny weight. Yep. And Bart says you've expelled. Homer I love how up front Bart is here. Yeah, yeah. I got expelled. Bart then says he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be a boot black. Yeah. <laughs> no son of mine is going to be a cockney shoe shiner. <laughs> exactly. Homer refuses. He says he's going to enroll him in a different school. Cut to the Christian school. Mm-hmm. Which was never going to work. No, of course not. <laughs> He's America's bad boy. How are Rod and Todd not at that school? Yeah, that is a good point. But do we ever see them at... Wait, wait do we ever see them at Springfield That's what Elementary? I said to you. I think we've mentioned this before. Do we actually mm. ever see them at the primary school? Interesting. I'm not too sure. Let us know. Mailbag or Four Finger Discount. Now, the Beans Beans the musical Fruit. Is this an actual thing or is it only on The Simpsons? Because my whole life... Because in, in England, it's Beans Beans the musical... It's something else, but it's not Beans Beans Musical Fruit. That's it, because I've always known it as this. What else could it be? Oh shit! Nicholas not here to tell me, but it, it's it sounds stupid. What, what the English say? It'd have to. Apologies to why because if it listeners. doesn't rhyme with fruit, there's no fucking point. No, no, no. It doesn't. But the toot isn't the sound. Sorry, with toot. It's not fruit or toot. It's the, the words are replaced. They do well, rhyme. It doesn't end in toot. No, no. Well, hold on. Yeah, look it up. Google it because it's bothering me now. Beans Beans. The musical. <laughs> it's a musical. <laughs> musical. The only thing that comes up here is Beans, Beans, and Musical Fruit. I don't know if Google has... Unless it's just something that Nicola's family said, but she's pretty sure that all of her friends say it too. Uh, Beans, Beans, They Make You Fart? Yes. Is Okay, Beans, Beans, They're Good For Your Heart. They're Good For Your Heart, yes. That's what it is. Yeah, it's stupid. It's not as good as the Musical Fruit. 
No, and I don't know that beans do all that much for your heart. I don't know, it just oh, what rhymes with fart? Heart, that'll do. Anyway. But I thought it's funny the way Bart says it in here and obviously gets chased out. I love the animation of like not just the teacher doing this, but the little kid. Yeah. Is doing it as well. All of them shaking their fists. <laughs> I also did you catch the implication that Bart is Satan? No. Avert your eyes, children. I he may, take on, he may take on another form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the family then at the dinner table and Bart is, you know, saying, Well, I guess I just can't be taught. Yeah. It's just becoming a test subject for um science. Dangerous food dangerous, dangerous. and this is where we get the the cutaway. I, some jug, uh, or was it some monsterism? It was this episode that I realised that they really did do a lot of cutaways. Family Guy, mm. I didn't like because of how many cutaways they did. They did do it a lot in The Simpsons. I just yeah. never really paid attention to it. So obviously, look at the nature's goodness. As we mentioned before, becomes a what is it, just a monster basically. Mm. What can you compare him to? Quasimodo slash Frankenstein. Uh, I, I was actually thinking there's a Looney Tunes episode. Yeah. Um, big red thing kind of turns into a monster. What I was going to say, the difference between... The Family Guy stuff. Difference between the Family Guy stuff and the Simpsons stuff. And early Family Guy stuff did it the same way the Simpsons do. But then they kind of just turned into an excuse where the only jokes you got were the cutaways. Or there would be be five cutaways in one scene rather than actually having things go forward. Didn't further the story. It was just there for a gag. Yeah. And more often than not in the Simpsons, the cutaways at least directly refer to something that was happening. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't sort of... Because sometimes the Simpsons do it, but it's not always, hey, remember that time when you did this? Yeah. Just for the sake of being able to have a funny flashback. Yeah. Anyway. Whereas, like, the best example, I think, of Family Guy doing that were, you know, early days of... I think Peter Griffin has that... Um, the... No, the, the Tom, Tom Hanks, I was going to say. He's trying to remember an actor's name. He's like, ah, oh, Tom Hanks, that's right. Everything he says is a stitch. And then cut to Philadelphia. It's like, I have AIDS. And then Peter laughing in the middle of the theater, season one. <laughs> Possibly the first episode, actually. <laughs> Marge says that, you know, you are going to go to school. I'll teach you myself. And Homer says, well, don't, no, don't worry about it, Marge. We'll just give up on Bart. He's too old. He can't learn anything. Yeah, I love how quickly he is to cut yes. off one of his own kids. And doesn't even know Maggie's, Maggie's name. Yeah. And the <laughs> other one sees that Lisa's upset. Ask her what's wrong. She says, whacking day is coming, which makes Homer very, very happy. And this is where we get the I am evil, Homer. Yeah. I'd forgotten that Homer has a great little soliloquy before that about yep. inside every man is a burning struggle between good and evil and then cut to that. Well, that, that he cannot resolve. Yeah, that he can't resolve. <laughs> I am evil, Homer. I am evil, Homer. I am evil, Homer. I am evil, Homer. Good Homer in the ground. <laughs> Dancing over good Homer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fact that it's a good Homer makes it. Apparently, this is one of Matt Groening's favourite moments. So then Lisa's getting ready for school the next day. Bart's just relaxing on the couch because mm-hmm. he thinks he's going to get it easy. Marge says, don't you relax. You're going to be ready for school when, before the, the bell goes. Yeah. I bought a bell. And she's so proud <laughs> she's of herself. So oh, herself. I thought it was just great. It's so Marge. It was perfect. Cut to Bart in class. And the bell's about to go. Then bang, goes off at nine o'clock. Scares the hell out of both of them. <laughs> just scares everyone. Maybe I'll unplug that. It scared me a little bit because my headphones were turned up. <laughs> anyway, so Bart's then being naughty. I love, yeah, oh, fart sounds. Before that, Marge introduces oh. herself as Mrs. Simpson. That's right. I'm yeah. your teacher. And another yeah. funny moment. Yeah, he's the only one in the class. How funny is the visual? Yeah. All this shit happening, cuts to him, the only one. Yeah. I didn't do it. There was a, a sketch the late show did, the Australian late show, that was a similar thing. It was about like one boy in an entire class. And it was so great. Teacher marking the role. Just this really depressed teacher. Like sort of looks, he's like, if get then cut to present and he sort of looked, surveyed the rest of the room <sighs> and then sort of sat down and then they're going through the school photos. So it was like class of 78 and it's him, class of 79 and it's him, class of 80, empty chairs. They're like, what happened here? Oh, he was sick the day we had the photo. 
<laughs> for those of you playing at home, what is the Late, the late show? show? I, I mean, I've spoken about the Late Show, but it was Australian comedy show. Sketch, um, sketch show. Yeah, Australian sketch comedy show, part sketch, well, all sketch, some of it live, starring Tony Martin, Mick Malloy, Rob Sitch, Santo Chilaro, Jane Kennedy. Late 80s, early 90s generation of comedians in Australia. Yeah, and another person whose name I forget. Currently a very successful producer in Australia, so I should probably know his name. He might <laughs> one day employ me. <laughs> so then we hear a knock on the garage door, and Marge reveals she's invited a guest speaker mm-hmm. and its grandpa to talk about the war. And this is where we get the Hitler flashback. Das is not einem Bubi. Oh, that's one of the most funniest lines of, das is not einem Bubi. <laughs> but it's just creepy that grandpa is, I know he's doing it for a reason. but well, it's just, he, he's undercover. He is undercover, but it's just trying to ride out the war. But then the following scene, he says that he used to wear dresses and he loved it. In the 40s. Well, There's some great designs back then, he reckons. Yeah, well, they, they, they certainly... Two straight episodes. I'm beginning to think he's a bit of a queer man. Two straight episodes. He's, just he's... likes the feel of silk on his body. Well, don't we all? And then Homer drives in and nearly hits Bart. Nearly hits everybody. Yeah. I loved that. Like, the fact that... He's just speeding into the garage for no reason. Well, <laughs> he speeds into the garage in the opening credits. Like, it's an allusion to the fact that the opening yeah. credits actually happen every single day. I never even That's thought of it That's just his that. normal routine. Yeah. And you see it from another perspective. That's, yeah, I've never actually looked at it like that. Good point. That's part of why I laugh so hard at it. Homer reveals he's got a new whacking stick. And I find it's just very weird that Marge really, really likes it. Like I, I understand being... the connotation there. Hmm. But it just seems out of character for Marge to be so pro-whacking day. Yeah. You, well, you, usually she's sort of torn between Lisa and Homer. Yeah. But she's just pro-whacking day. She's... Well, she's pro-Homer. Homer's all athletic and physical, the way he's ninjuring himself around the yard. She's no, just yeah, attracted to him. Yeah, well, it's, it's, how and funny the, is that karate scene? Yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber. Oh, with the restaurant. Which yeah. just beating people yeah. up. Yeah. But anyway, so Lisa just leaves because she's just disgusted by it. Yep. And Marge gives Bart a book to read. Mm. And it's the... What is, I don't What's know it what's called? Re- is it Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Tremaine, I think it was called, or something, something along like those that, lines. Yeah. Um, uh, she's like, it's about a boy who goes off to war and um, he gets... Uh, what is his hands get shot off or something like that? It's like, he has a deformity? They should call this book Johnny Deformed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's into it. And we uh, cuts to Bart reading the book later. He's on the couch. Reading instead of watching Itchy and exactly. Scratchy. Exactly. Despite beca- the fact that it's on. He's becoming smarter, yeah. Mm. That's, and... The Itchy and Scratchy cartoon comes on by Oliver Stone. Guest director, uh, guest director Oliver Stone. And yes. it's just a shot, um, almost like for like recreation of Jack Ruby being, uh, Jack Ruby assassinating Lee Harvey Oswald. Yes. It's, I think it would have been about a year or so after the movie after JFK the came, JFK came, out. came yeah, yeah, yeah. out. Yeah, I think that was 91. But then does a book review in class. Just quickly. Yeah, quickly. And I was actually going to talk about this next episode mm-hmm. in Margin Chains. Exactly what time of day is Krusty's show on? Because here it's late at night, they're watching Itchy and Scratchy. In the next episode, Bart's home at school, he's watching Itchy and Scratchy. Whenever he's on in, in TV, no matter what time of day, Itchy and Scratchy seems to be on. I never really thought about it, but maybe their excuse would just be that they run reruns throughout the night or whatever. So the new episodes air on Krusty and then reruns air later? Maybe. That can just be an excuse. I don't know. I'll buy it. Okay. <laughs> just to get you out of this. As I said, Bart does the book review in class. He's just so... In love with the books, like mm. wow. And Marge suggests that she takes him for a trip to Old Springfield. Yeah, if he really wants to hear, learn about history, and then Homer again, yeah, straight away. <laughs> just hasn't learned. Homer is then this week at the ninja scene. Yeah, what an outfit! I know how great just is it? Black black spandex. I'm not sure we get that and outfit topless. in Hit and Run, but I really hope we do. But I don't think we do. I hope we do. Hopefully, you'll be able to unlock it. <laughs> I love the tongue. 
yeah. <laughs> but he's really athletic. Just the him. robotic snakes coming yeah. up. It's like an FBI training ground. But I like the following part better. This is one of my favorite moments in the whole episode. Lisa asking if there's something wrong with her. Everyone likes Whacking Day, but I hate it. Is there something wrong with me? Yes, honey. Then what should I do? Just squeeze your rage into a bitter little ball and release it at an appropriate time. Like that day I hit the referee with a whiskey bottle. Remember that? Yeah. When Daddy hit the referee? Yeah. Yeah. Cut to Old Springfield, where Bart and Marge are going on a field trip, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And they're hiring the new town idiot. Casting, yeah, casting call for the village idiot. I played panicky idiot number two in the Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> We're going more for a da-da idiot. Oh. So, dis- so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Barney's in line drunk. Are you supposed to be the town drunk? Nope. I'm supposed to be the governor. <laughs> I love the um the story behind Fort Sensible, by the way. The enemy surrounded the fort and said that if the captain was sent out, the rest would be spared. What did they do? They sent him out. Was he killed? And how? That's why they call it Fort Sensible. They're then watching slides. And this is sort of where we get the first glimpse at Jebediah being crooked. And not who everyone thinks he yeah, is. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. Yes. So Bart questions, well, how can you have been there? And the solidification of Bart being a good student, because yeah. now he's paying attention to other people. Yeah, good point. He's actually learned something. Mm. And obviously, he questions the history. Well, how could Jebediah have been doing Whacking Day when he was meant to be over here? He's on to us. Get him out. Get him <laughs> out. Blow the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they sort of saw that scene that inspired Lisa the Iconoclast episode. I hope so. Potentially. And then Apu is running his promotion. First person to whack the snake in the store gets a free squishy. Yeah. Oh, I should have thought this through. Did you hear that person yell out during the mob when they're smashing? Ah, oh, that's just a licorice whip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. It's Every- funny way, like people that are afraid of snakes, not that these guys necessarily are, but if you are afraid of a snake and you're in snake infested area, you will see and hear snakes everywhere. Yes. If yeah. you think there's a snake there, you'll hear it. Yeah. Everyone's like, not there. Where I play golf is near the beach and... Apparently, there's quite a lot of snakes. I've been there for a year. I've not seen a single snake. I've had other people swear to me that they've seen four or five in any given round. Yeah. Or if you're watching a scary movie, someone's outside watching you. You can see their face. Mm. You just you think there's something there. No, that was me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you spotted. Cuts to the police practice shooting. <laughs> Aim for the body, boys. Bang. Light bulb. <laughs> and then even the reverend is pro whacking day. That's right. I love this line. This is great Bible speak. Yeah. And the Lord said... Whack ye all the serpents which crawl on their bellies, and thy town shall be a beacon unto others. So you see, Lisa, even God himself endorses whacking day. Let me see that. No. Cut back from commercial, and we get the whacking day song. Yep. I never, good choir. Yeah, it is really good. I don't know what I like more, this or Camp Krusty. Um, I think the, the what's funny about this is that it's kids singing something so ridiculous. Yeah. I think I prefer Camp Krusty's song. It's more memorable, isn't it? And yeah, it's, it's, it's funnier and it's a bit longer. Yeah, longer, more. but this is yeah. pretty great. That um, oh, whacking day, our hall- was it our hallowed snake skull yeah. cracking the day. Evil hearts will pulverize. That's a, that's a difficult. I love. Yeah, he really breaks out that solo. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> loved it. Yeah, I always. I thought it was funny though that not one kid from Springfield was in that. Not the normal kids. Mm. It was all random kids. Anyway. Mm. So then Homer is offering free park, not free parking, $10 per axle. At $10 house. whacking day parking. Doesn't say on the sign that it's per axle, it's just $10 parking. Yeah. So the guy rocks the train. In. $10 Yay! per axle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah. great. Feels sorry for that guy. Barney then thinks he's hitting snakes everywhere. This is a little cheap, funny gag. Oh, yeah. Get ready like, for whacking day. What's whacking day? day? Quimby then arrives with the pre-whacked snakes. Very sly. Got the pre-whacked snakes. Beautiful. 
Homer then asks Marge, should I wake slow or fast? Now, this is probably the dirtiest line in the whole episode. Slow then fast. <laughs> and the little giggle. Yes. The giggle yeah. that sells it. She knows it. She knows it. Yeah. But a good example again of like that's going over the head at the head of all kids watching. I they don't know head that that's until about I read sex. about it. <laughs> yeah. Even the close up of Homer taking the um the bat out of the, the sheath yeah. Yeah. is you know very sexual illusion. Yeah, 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 definitely. Lisa then runs in and begs Homer not to go. Um, it's just it's very similar to Lisa the vegetarian. Yeah, just begging him not to have not the to join the mob. Yeah, not to do it. And he says if he's part of the mob, he can change it. He can he steer it hat, into wise directions. Gets the hat and the horn. He's yeah. so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Quimby then starts the proceedings. And the snakes... Did you notice the snakes were concerned watching? Yes, I did. I, that was ex- I actually wrote, word for word, snakes looking really concerned. Did you they like both that? that? Yes, I did. You did like it? Because I, I understand it's a bit cartoonish, but it's a cartoon. Yeah, it is cartoonish, but it helps you sell some sympathy towards the snakes. Yes, exactly right. Uh, intros Barry White as Larry White. Larry White. Here's our Grand Marshal, the prophet of love, Larry White. Barry White. No, it says here Larry White. I know my own name. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, no, he's obviously just been paid. Like, Barry, we need you to come and just lend a... Welcome a, everybody. To yeah, them. welcome everybody to the event. You know, here's $5,000. Yeah, yeah. Excellent, I'll be there. Yes. What's this for? You people make me sick. And they all cheer. Yeah. They're even listening to me. I don't think so. Miss Springfield, start the proceedings. Now, did you notice here... That the legitimate businessmen's club actually shoot a snake and you see it. Uh, you see the snake. I saw the Uzi. I was busy writing down the words legitimate business club. Yeah. They shoot and you see the snake explode and they actually, if you freeze frame it, the snake has a sad look on its face as it's exploding. Oh, that's upsetting. It really is. I It, I, it took me aback. I thought, no, no, no. They wouldn't have shown a snake getting actually shot. You see the snake explode into a million pieces. Wow. It's yeah. I was very surprised. I never. I thought. He, I always just thought he shot into the bushes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Go back and watch it. It's. I don't think I want to now. It's yeah. It, it didn't. I didn't like it at all. The snake looked really sad as it was blowing up to a million pieces. Anyway, then we get the what's the teacher's name? Largo, Mister Largo. Ew, a bug. Ah, oh, that's <laughs> one of my favorite lines. <laughs> of like just of a whenever you see a bug on something, it's yeah, just have a to great line to yeah be able to pull out. Ew, a bug. All the snakes, ah! yeah, all the snakes go over him. It's, this is where the episode sort of gets into ridiculous territory, but it's it still doesn't it rides that fine line, doesn't it? Yeah. Lisa and Bart are then at home. They're planning how can they save the snakes, and Bart's actually learned something, hasn't he? Yes, the, he's reading another book. They detect sound by noise vibrations. Yes, which is. Very true. Yep. So Bart suggests that they turn the speakers onto the ground and get something bass. Lisa's mm. going through. Oh, they'll be on, here like Oprah like, on a baked ham. Yeah. <laughs> Oprah was obviously in one of her fat stages yes. at this time. <laughs> know, right? um, but yeah, as Lisa's going through all the albums, they've only got ridiculously high pitched. Yeah. Like the, the Chipmunks Christmas album or something yeah. like that. Um, there are a couple others of you know high pitched singing. And then strolling by the window, my darling. Uh, is it? Is he doing my darling? I yeah, can't get love from your love, baby. Mm-hmm. Just singing his own song. Yeah. Just, just to himself. <laughs> Uh, this is great. So, obviously, they say, can you come help us? Anything for a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Which is dirty because she's a girl, but who gives a shit? It's just funny. It's, it suits Barry White. Well, he's just being, it, a, he's it? being a gentleman, he's though. He's being Barry White. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not being dirty about it. And then, <laughs> um, he obviously, he starts singing. I love Lisa playing I love the bass. His, I love his spoken word intro. Yes. Don't bother the snakes. Leave all the snakes alone. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, oh My darling, I 
Can't get enough of your love, babe. The snakes all come into the house, but I love the shot of Lisa playing the bass. Yeah. So satisfied. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. The mob are then annoyed that they're hiding all the snakes captive. Not captive, but they're protecting them all in the house. Yep. And Bart reveals the truth behind Waking Day. That it was actually, As you mentioned, it was actually started in 1924. 1924 to beat yep. up the Irish. To beat up the Irish. There's an Irish guy there. Yeah. It was all in good fun. Uh, then he says, "What well, snakes have done nothing wrong to you. And this line here where Grandpa says, I'm an old man, I hate everything but Matlock. Mm. He says, oh, it's on now. Do you think Matlock would have been on at that time? In real time. That's what the joke is. I hope so. Because that would have made it even funnier. That would have been very, very cool if it was. Because there's a joke in Bart the Fink where if you freeze frame, there's a part where the bus is going past his house or something. If you freeze frame it, it says, mad about you on right now. What are you doing watching this show or something like that? Like oh, it's, okay. t- it's an ad to go watch mad about you on the other station. Yeah, right. Yeah, anyway. So, they all are convinced very easily that they need to look after the snakes and not whack them. Mm-hmm. And this is when Quimby arrives. With the pre timing. Snakes. Yeah. Look at this, everyone. 12 dead snakes. I'm sick of you people. You're nothing but a pack of pickle mush heads. He's right. Give us hell, Quimby. And this is where obviously the snakes leave to the track Born Free playing in the background. Yeah, uh, from the Lion documentary. Which one? Born Free was... uh, Oh, shit. I don't know what it was called. But like there was... Just in the 90s, there was a Lion documentary. Okay. That everyone saw. Everyone watched. Yeah. And Born Free was one of the main tracks from it. Skinner then arrives. He's very impressed with how much Bart's learned. Mm-hmm. And I like here, thanks Seymour. Because he's not his yeah, teacher anymore. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do anything about it. Obviously, this is where Skinner realises that he's forgotten about the bullies and they're still locked in the room. They've yeah. just given up. They've <laughs> said, well, given up and they've accepted that they're bad people. Yeah, they've accepted like that. They're, they're hugging each other. Yeah. They've been through therapy. <laughs> they're on their last legs. <laughs> Long intervention. And then Skinner and Willie are riding on the tractor with the bikes. Faster, Willie, faster. Now we give them the bikes, no one sues. <laughs> what if they're dead, sir? Then we ride these bikes to Mexico and freedom, Willie. Freedom! Freedom! <laughs> He'll turn you in at the first toll booth. A great ending. Mm. So, overall thoughts on the episode? I love the episode. It's, it's a lot better now going back and doing the review. I just felt after watching it the first time, my first thoughts were it wasn't as funny as I remembered it. But reviewing it in depth, it is very, very good. What did we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? Uh, I, I too learned that bassy tones will attract a snake. Mm-hmm. I've learned that Barry White loves the sexy slither of a lady snake. Mm. Apparently not the male snakes, despite the fact that they certainly slither in much the same way. Do they though? I presume they do. Possibly. They don't have hips. I don't know about that. I, well, come on. <laughs> As proven in the water boy, snakes don't really have parts. Jamil! Jamil is here! Ooh. So now it's time for the mailbag. Mitch, what have we got this week? We have got... Actually, the first thing that we've got is a little bit in the way of some feedback from previous... Podca- uh, from our previous podcast. Keep sending your questions through, by the way. We've got heaps banked up from over summer mailbag it's at discount.com.au. There's, uh, I mean, it's not just questions. There's people just with little submissions and bits and pieces Tell to Tell us stuff out. that we left out in reviews. We, we like hearing all of your feedback. If it's negative, positive, whatever. We'd like to hear about, we like to hear from everyone. So, mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. Guarantee we'll read your email. Don't know about the negative. I don't mind negative. Krusty's nicotine p- uh, patches. We were talking about this and we couldn't figure out why Krusty was wearing nicotine patches. Yep. David Mott has written in and his theory is actually a pretty plausible one. Uh, after the 
cartoon Dazed and Contused airs, the Itchy and Scratchy cartoon, yep. uh, you see Krusty smoking a cigarette before realising the camera's back on him. Seeing that many children want, uh, view Krusty as a role model, it's likely the network wanted him to have apply nicotine patches as some sort of education for the viewers. Well played. I think that works pretty well. I like well. that theory. Yeah, me too. So I like that better than the coma theory. The coma... Th- oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, who has written this one in? Niall. Niall McGowan writes in also in regards to the front. Just a little bit of trivia that we missed out on. Mm-hmm. See, I consider this as somewhat negative, but it's constructive criticism. This isn't negative. Not negative, but I bet constructive criticism. When well, things that we leave out, let it's us know. It's not even criticism. Let us know. He's not going, What does he have to say then? You left it out. He's fucking idiot. Here's a fact about the show. Okay, That's us. not... My God. Sometimes they write to us, how could you have missed this? Which is them saying, got, God, guys, you consider got, yourself professional? Got like a Donald Trump level fragile ego going Come on, keep on going. here. You'll be on Twitter like talking about how Niall is nobody later on. <laughs> fake, <laughs> fake listener. Fake emails. Um, we just had alternative trivia. <laughs> uh, the Front is also the name of a film starring, but not written or directed by Woody Allen about mm. a television screenwriter played by Michael Murphy, a.k.a. the mayor of Gotham in Batman Returns, who is blacklisted during the McCarthy era and asks his friend, played by Alan, to put his name on scripts so that they can circumvent the blacklist, submit the scripts, and both get paid. I remember reading that on the Wikipedia page and thought, that's too long. Mitch will not want me to read that out in one of the facts. I remember I, read out, I used to read out facts that were too long. And you're like, just the short and most interesting ones. Well, no, sometimes you just <laughs> sometimes you read facts that weren't overly interesting. It wasn't so much about the length of them. It was that I just didn't care. Yeah. But yes, so thank you for writing both. Uh, thank you both for writing in. What we've got, um, Greg Borkowitz has written, has sent an email through that doesn't really work in email form, and it's not even one that I can read out. But it's a video that I feel like everyone needs to find on YouTube. It's a soccer player named Mikhail Antonio okay, yeah, scoring a goal and then carrying on with a Homer Simpson celebration. Yeah, so this, I, was, uh, this was promoted everywhere. Yeah, 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 okay. Well, if you haven't seen it, Mikhail Antonio, M-I-C-H-A-I-L, Antonio, goal and what a funny celebration. Type <laughs> those exact words into YouTube and you will see the Homer Simpson run around in circle That's on the great. ground. Um, now, a couple other emails that I've got here... Mm-hmm. Oh, well, actually, Steve Matthews, I've, I've already mentioned off the top. So, that was the the podcast, what we'll call, what we could potentially oh, yeah, yeah, call yeah. our podcast network of Podcast MD. If anyone has any better ideas, we're more than happy to plagiarize. Years ago, and I can almost say that now, we were asking people for a live action cast of The Simpsons, like submit your ideas. That was one of our first questions. Yeah. I found one and I don't know if I ever read it out or not. And if I didn't... It deserves to be read out. I'll remember if you did. If I did, it was that long ago that I think I can get away with reading it again. It's like when I reuse posts on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I see you do that from time to time and go, hmm, busy day. No, no, it's just, uh, this went really well two years ago. It's going to go well again. Um, so, this is from Luke McKay. I remember the name. Mm. Um, Gary Oldman as Flanders. I think we did, yeah. Does this ring bells? I think so. Mel Gibson as Mo. I don't remember that one. I love that, particularly now that Mel's got such craggy hair. Yeah. And wears a singlet a lot. Does he, he doesn't have the voice for it, though. No, nah, but he'd be able to do like a hard edge mo. It wouldn't be the same voice, but I think visually it'd has, be an interesting take. He has plenty to be bitter about. Yeah. Um, Steve Martin as Gil. Christopher Lloyd as Mr. Steve Mr. Martin as Gil? Yeah. Just a little, little side cameo from Steve Martin. Yeah, he can play... A sh- yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Christopher Lloyd as Mr. Burns. Christopher Lloyd tried to tap into his evil side. If he kind of shaved his head, Uncle Fester style. He looks like him, but could he play him? 
I haven't seen him go evil before, but yeah. They, oh wow, shit! No, of course I have. Um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But is that Mr. Burns style evil? No, Christopher Lloyd's a good actor. Oh yeah, I, 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 I think he. I think he'd be able to do it. Yeah. It's a fair scheme. Like he's Mr. Burns in the Sundial style. Like Christopher Lloyd in Who Framed Roger Rabbit is trying to destroy all of Toontown. The more I think about it, the more I can see him doing it. Yeah. yeah. Rain Wilson as Smithers. I feel like Rain Wilson's a little bit too chubby. Which one's Rain Wilson? I don't know. And he's even chubby. <laughs> did that pick up on the microphone? <laughs> yes, it did. Good. Good. Do you even know Rain Wilson's chubby? I know his face. I don't I'm know going what to Google. Right, it's turned that to chick. Uh, no, no, it's a dude. It's R A I double N Wilson. That much I'm I'm fairly, who do, who fairly confident about. <laughs> you just went with it. Oh, it's this dude. The dude um from the office. Yeah. Who's he gonna play? He had him pegged in as Smithers. Yeah, I could see that. I think Neil Patrick Harris would make a Smithers. Mm, would he? I think he's a bit too flamboyant. Oh, Smithers is flamboyant when he needs to be, but Neil Patrick Harris is flamboyant and he's too um confident. He only plays confident. Yeah, that's all I've ever seen him play, though. Nah, but trust me, he's got it in him. Okay. <laughs> and Jason Statham in Beard and Week as groundskeeper Willie. Now, that's a little bit racist, because I don't think Jason Statham's actually Scottish. <laughs> what about Jason Statham as Mo? No, too... F- well, I was about to say too intimidating, and then I thought, shit, Mel Gibson. But no, I prefer Mel Gibson as Mo. Yeah. If you real life Mo's bar, Gibson's the sort of guy that you could see working in there. He'd probably attract a couple more bikies than Mo actually gets, but I, I can see him working a bar. Yep, for sure. So, thank you very much for that, uh, Luke, for sending all of those things in. Now, you Dan, you were at me, Dando, saying, what about we need a question? Why not have a question? Okay. So. you to find one live on the air. Jan and Murray, question mm-hmm. for the boys. Yes. Thank you for putting question in the subject line. <laughs> not many people do, and it makes it a lot harder to yeah, actually If you're going to send us a question, please put question in the subject line. It just makes it guaranteed that you're going to be read out in the air. Mm-hmm. A question I have for you both, and sorry if this has already been asked. That usually means that it uh, has been. No, this one hasn't, apart from you at the beginning of this episode when you said, hey, we should do this question. The magic of podcasts, guys. Yes. <laughs> li- this is Wizard of Oz style. You're seeing behind the curtain. What is your favourite alternate Simpsons theme? Like the ones they play at the end that makes the theme fit the tone of the episode. Yep. Uh, his is the version that plays at the end of Millhouse Divided. It's a super 80s version with saxophone and a cool guitar lick. Hmm? What's yours? Mine is from Who Shot Mr. Burns. It's the, the Tito Quente. Do, 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 do. I was going to say the same thing. It's Tito Puente. Puente, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, I, I love Tito's songs, actually. The Burns, yeah. Senior Burns. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm shattered that you've taken that idea because that was one of the main ones that I had. I mean, there's the Treehouse of Horror themes, obviously, where they change those at the end of each episode. And one that you'd reminded me of at the start of this is the, the, yeah, yeah. the end of Lisa's Wedding. Yes. Which is yep. a nice kind medieval of kind of folky yep. um, feel about it. I feel like there's lewd yeah. being played. I don't even know what a lewd is, but I think it's a like string a instrument. thing or whatever? No, st- I'm thinking string. Yeah, like, like, a, a, harp, minst- like, a, like some- a harp or something. No, 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 no. Something that a minstrels would go around with. Like, okay. if you, like if you were thinking about Brave Sir Robin from Monty Python yeah, and yeah. Holy Grail, those yeah, guys. Yeah. Bravely ran away. <laughs> my favourite songs of all time. Another good one is from the Springfield Connection where Marge is the police officer. Yeah. That's yeah, a yeah, good yeah. one. Yep. That's the X-Files Simpsons yes. theme. Oh, did I, 
Did it end? I'm going to guess that it did. Don't know whether it did. Possibly did. But I can't remember if it did or not. But yeah, there's plenty of them out there. That's the only ones I can think of off the top of my head. But yeah, good. That's a really good question. What's a really good question? Thank you very much for sending it in. That closes the mailbag. Okay then. So thanks for all your questions this week, guys, and all your messages and letting us know what we forgot. We just love to hear from you guys. So mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. Send them through. Got plenty of time to read your emails each day. So I'll make sure I reply to as many as I possibly can. We'll read the best ones out on the air. Mitch. Any final words? Should we plug our Patreon once more just before let people go? Just let them know what they're missing out on. If you're not signed up to Patreon yet, for just $1 a month, you can get access into our monthly draw. And this week, we're giving away a Steven Tyler 25th anniversary figure and a $20 gift card available anywhere around the world on the website for popculture.com.au. Your home yep. for all geeky needs. Popculture.com. It's .au as well. Okay. Well, the bag says .com. I know it says .com, but it works for both. Uh, you can also, for just $2 a month, you can access an all the premium podcasts. This week, we have did the review of The City of New York versus Homer Simpson. Yep. Because it tied in well, because I'd finally got to see New as York As a reminder for all of those, and for people that might be new listeners, if you if you don't want to pay the money, then we'll still do those reviews yeah. when we get to them in order. Well, we won't do them again. We'll just put them up for free. We'll put those ones up for free eventually. Yep. But if you want them in advance, then there they are. We've got... Uh, City of New York versus Homer Simpson, uh, Bart versus Australia. What else have we done? You only moved twice. What was the last one we did as well? Twenty-two short films. Twenty-two about short films. There's a few, about five or six up there, I believe. But yeah, for two dollars a month, plus you get access to our post-show VIP shows. All our patrons get uh, access to. Plus, for five dollars a month, you get access to the Let's Play videos, our top ten podcasts, our movie review podcasts. Plenty of content up there, isn't there, Mitch? Yes, there is. So. Thanks for listening, guys. Mitch, any final words for the listeners? Uh, final words, final words, tied in with the episode. Um, Sing Barry White. I was going to say thanks for listening. That'll work. Best I could come up with. <laughs> See you guys.